This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! Around Capella, Luka fights Porzingis, the cut and the flush! Yes, sir. That's a nice attack right there. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The We Won One Wonder. The One More Thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? Do we celebrate beating bad teams? For sure. Let's go. (laughs) I'm super excited, especially when you haven't won uh, in six games. I don't care. Who we're who we're beating right now, uh, man? We have do to we celebrate cel- this. Said, do we <laughs> I, celebrate beating bad teams? Of course, of course. Especially when uh, you're on a six-game losing streak, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can get a good win tonight against an actual good team. So that'll be good. And it's just a relieving feeling, right? I mean, this is what we've been waiting for since January what twenty second, twenty third. Uh, that they won a basketball game. So here we are. Welcome back, Mavs. Welcome back. Welcome back. On today's show, Isaac and I are going to break down the Dallas Mavericks. 122-116 win over the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to be excited about this one. It's fine. Yes, all the problems the Mavericks... Wait, are some people really not excited about this? No, just that some people would be like, well, slow your roll. You just, you just beat the Hawks. Like, okay, yes. Oh, come We're going to be excited about this one. And I hope... Y'all eat at Jimmy John's. I too, hope probably. that everybody that doesn't listen after a loss, I hope you're back. Welcome back. I'm talking to you in your car. I'm talking to you at your yeah, desk welcome. at home. I'm talking to you, AirPods in. I, I can see what, you. What have y'all been listening to for the past <laughs> few weeks? Since the Mavericks haven't won a game, are you listening to like NPR? I've just or? been sitting there watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine bloopers. That's what they've been doing. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> All right, so much to get into on this game. I mean, uh, Chris Porzingis, is he back? Is he back? Is one game, I, need is, more, is one, I, need more, I need more before I can say Is one game enough? <laughs> 10 of 20 from the field, 24 points, 11 boards, 2 assists, a steal, and... Only one from six from three. It, it wasn't even the whole game, right? It was just like the second half, maybe even just the fourth quarter that he really kind of took off and really felt like he was finally back. Two games in a row. Two games in a row. And this kind of warming up of Christoph Porzingis, we've seen it before. But he he was turning it on, man. After that technical foul that he got where he was oh, upset, yeah. where Trey Young like pushed him in the stomach as he was taking a th- you know a three. He thought he should have gotten a foul. He, pr- he probably could have gotten a foul based on some of the other fouls that they were giving out in this game, but uh, it is what it is. And he gets the technical foul. He gets fired up. And when Christoph Porzingis plays angry, I-, I think it makes him better. I think that makes yeah. him a better basketball player. And he was playing angry. He scored nine points in the fourth quarter, two offensive rebounds of his five that he had. Uh, he's four or six from the field. He had that crazy, like, 
diving, cutting, dunk to follow like Luca. Oh my what? gosh, the hammer. Zach Lowe and Tim McMahon had a podcast recently where they were talking about the Mavs a lot. And one of the things they mentioned Wait. that I thought was a good point that we don't we haven't mentioned a lot is the the chemistry between Luca and Porzingis just doesn't it doesn't seem to have been the same that it was last season, right? Like the timing is kind of off when it works well. It's almost like there's a rhythm to it, right? We talk a lot about Porzingis's rhythm shooting, but there's a rhythm almost to Luca and KP he does too. passing back and forth. He does he does talk about that a lot. <laughs> we'll get into that later. He had some interesting <laughs> comments after the game that we'll talk about. So they get into this rhythm, passing back and forth, getting to the right spots, and then hitting shots. And it just didn't seem like they got it. But then in that fourth quarter, it just it kind of turned on, I think. And I think you saw what this team is capable of. There's a lot of people way down on Porzingis during this game. You know, maybe chief among them was our, our you know friend of the pod, Kirk Serious Face, Kirk Henderson, who had just said trade Chris <laughs> Porzingis right in the middle of the game. He said, "I don't care, trade him." What's you know, Kirk would trade this whole roster. His, <laughs> his point was that Chris Porzingis' career is if only, if only, if only, you know, if only Porzingis yeah. could do this, if only he could stay healthy. And this was one of the games where we saw that actually happen. We saw that if only he could get going and start scoring and he did he just puts together a couple of possessions and all of a sudden he looks like an all-star again are we developing like fourth quarter kp can this be a thing i, I hope would it's love for it to be a thing that if that was the thing that would help the mavs get out of this clutch like rut then yeah heck yeah like sign me up for it but no yeah you mentioned that low uh mcmahon pod i, I think maybe we maybe we can talk about it more on uh Oh gosh! Sometime in the next few days, because I know uh, some of you listeners have tweeted us about it. I got another DM today. It's like, what do you think about Lowe's this and that? And so maybe we can uh, spend dedicated segments uh, to just like breaking down that whole conversation between them two, because there was a lot of interesting things, and I I have opinions on that. I know Nick does too. But uh, this game, yeah, KP, especially in that fourth. Yeah, I mean, he wanted that tech, right? I mean, he stood there, he threw his arm, he wanted it. And just like Trey wanted his tech earlier, I, was, <laughs> I didn't know if they were going to call it at first, but uh, they end up, you know, calling that. But yeah, KP wanted that. He, he felt different for him after that. And he's he's just in a groove in that fourth quarter compared to the first quarter. Yeah, he's he just looked like a different player. I mean, for, look at his first half stats eight and points, the minutes, eight points, four of nine. And uh, just two boards in that first half. And then, you know, he, he basically matches that just like just in the fourth quarter alone. The minutes, let's get into it because we kind of already talked about it. Christoph Porzingis in the last game, he was getting frustrated because he likes to play more minutes at a time. He likes to play consecutive minutes. This is something he's been vocal about. He's talked about, you know, and I kind of went on a rant last podcast about his, you know, having to play a particular amount of minutes and being very specific about it and, he came out and said that he's talked to Coach Carlisle about playing more minutes in the first quarter. He doesn't want to go out as early as he's been going out in some of these games. And I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought that it was interesting that he kind of he that he brought that up. He again, he wasn't really asked about that either. You know, he no. he said this the other day. Um, he mentioned about how he needs to communicate that to the coaching staff. Then after the game tonight, he was uh, asked just really about his play in the game, and he he opened up his comments with that directly. He's like, "Hey, I want to play more in the in the fourth, and I've told the coaches that." He even said, "Want to step further?" and said, "Hey, I'm I'm telling you guys the media this, uh, and like letting it not be just in house because I've already told the coaching staff too." So, I mean, we're not even 
it's very obvious. There's some tension there. I mean, because the, the coaching staff obviously has a different game plan uh, for his minutes there. And uh, McMahon asked a follow-up question a little bit after that, just about, you know, is it a medical reason? And KP alluded to that's what it was. Uh, but he obviously wants to play more. And he's been very vocal to just not just the team, but the, the media too. On He wants to play the five. He wants more you know minutes in these yeah. stretches and all of that. So we'll see. I don't even know if it's about more minutes though. Like I don't know if it's so he played not more minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't say I, that. I, I like, think just, he so yeah. he played thirty four and a half minutes today. I don't know if he's he's concerned more about the total number of minutes. I think no, it's, no, no, not that. It's more about the length of time that he plays at once on the court. And yeah, that's what it is. He wants to play longer the first quarter. In the first quarter of this game, he, he goes out with about six minutes left. And that's kind of been the case. He's he gets taken out a little bit early. Luca plays the whole first quarter, and then Carlisle brings Porzingis back at the beginning of the second quarter. And so, it seems like Porzingis wants to change that up and wants to play longer in stretches. I'm not sure if he's thinking about the rotation or just about how he, you know, how he reacts <laughs> well, to the, to those minutes. But my wife and I have this conversation all the time. There are certain people that are inwardly focused and certain people that are outwardly focused. It's not even necessarily that these are self Some churches are like that. It's too. not even, it's not even that these are selfish churches or selfish people. It's just that there there's people in life that are more looking to, okay, I got to take care of my needs. Then when my needs are met, I can take care of others. And there's others that are like, I'm going to take care of others and maybe my needs aren't going to be met. So it's detrimental to me, right? Like it can be good or bad in both ways. And Christoph Porzingis seems to be a guy that looks for his own. He, he looks for what's what's best for him first, and looks to to figure out. What's, it's, I, I don't want to go that far. No, no, but uh, but I I think that that's part of it. Where he you know it's he's not a, a guy that's going to come in and say I'll do whatever is best for the team. And I don't know if that's a selfish thing or not. It does sound like it the way when I say it like that. But he's not a guy like Maxi or Tim Hardaway where they're like, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll come off the bench. I'll do whatever. For this team, but but he's better than them. I mean, that's he, what comes with the territory. Yeah, I, he's better than them, and he's a different. He's not, you know, Tim or Maxi because he gets paid thirty-seven million dollars, and he's supposed to be the second star on the team. the 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 problem with the rotation thing is something that I'm really curious. I'm watching to see how they they adjust to this. Is that kind of goes against Luca's rotation? Luca plays the entire first. KP wants to play in the entire first. So if you're going to do that, then you, star that players get, play the whole first. Yeah. That means you're going to get more minutes, you know, with out Luca or KP both on the floor together. And can the Mavericks, you know, tonight they, they held their ground. They even increased the lead in the fourth KP was out there when Luca was out. But what about when KP and Luca's off the floor? That's where, yeah. If for KP to kind of get his way, I'm really curious on, and I, f I don't even want this to be a dominant thing. This is a big win, but we were just talking about this <laughs> I, after the game. I think and this all is that. the big story. There's the, there's the moment in the game in the fourth quarter where Porzingis gets taken out with about two minutes to go. He's seen very frustrated on the sidelines. He takes a water bottle and he throws something on the on the you know in the bench area. The assistant coaches have to duck, and he's very frustrated about something. He eventually that gets, video was wild. Yeah, he, I posted it on on at Nick Van Exit on Twitter. You can go look at it, but. And you can make your own assumptions from it. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what actually happened in the game. We'll break down the Mavericks game because they won. It was a clutch win. Probably shouldn't have been a clutch win, but it ended up being oh. one. And we'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do that, Isaac Harris, rockauto.com. It's the one place that you can get every single part for your car or truck. 
They have them all right there. There's so many different kinds of cards right now. The ever-increasing number of makes and models and all that. As the years go on, more, more cars are being made. It's almost impossible for these places to stock every single part that you need in a traditional chain store. Like They just are not going to have everything that you need. So why go through all the aisles and try to ask somebody and have to put on a mask and go out when you can just get stuff at rockauto.com? You have access to rockauto.com right now on your phone or on your computer. You don't even have to sign up for an account. You can sign, you can just check out as guest and you can buy stuff on there. They have an incredible search engine that just can get every single part for your car or truck. Just put in the make, model, year, all that stuff of your car and you can get exactly the part that you need and see everything available. Maybe some stuff that you didn't realize that you needed for your car. Go to Rock auto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you again right in locked on in that how do you hear about us box amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com we're covering everything you need to know about the Dallas Mavericks, but the rest of sports, they've got that covered on Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. It's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. So we mentioned Chris Porzingis. He's kind of the big story in this because he kind of he had a breakout game. He was frustrated on the bench. We mentioned there's a video of him throwing something on the sidelines. There's some tension there between him and Carlisle. Uh, man, it's almost like which one gives, right? Does Carlisle change up the rotation a little bit? Does Porzingis have to bend a little? I feel like almost both sides have to bend a little bit in this scenario. Yeah. And or does it matter? You know, does it matter if, if Porzingis gets, you know, more minutes or not? Well, I mean, to be, uh, to be fair for KP in the fourth, I was confused too. He got pulled. He was having an incredible fourth quarter. And there was like three minutes to go and he was pulled from the game. And I mean, I immediately texted you. I was like, KP pulled question mark. Like, Whoa. And I was shook by it. And I mean, KP was, was hot. And I mean, I get it. He finally got it in in a rhythm and he he was playing a great fourth quarter there. So I I don't know what Rick wasn't asked about it after the game. I don't know what that was about, but I get why he was mad. I'm not like saying it was right from the throw the water bottle and all that, but. Mavs are up 111 to 101 with three minutes to go, basically 257 left in the game. Kristaps Porzingis gets taken out for Tim Hardaway Jr. Or, or Maxi Maxi comes in for him at that point, and uh, it seemed like the game was kind of done at that point. And after the game, Porzingis said when he was talking about his minutes, and he said, "I know that the you know the coaching staff and the front office and all that they just want what's best for me and for my health." And for me to be able to be available and stay on the court. But at the end of the day, I'm a ball, I'm a ball player, right? That's what he said. He said, I'm a, I'm a ball player and I want to, you know, I don't want to play. And so I think that, that quote, I think attaches to this moment right here. I think he was frustrated that he just wanted to keep to play through it and to play through these minutes instead of all this, you know, all this worry about Porzingis and keeping him healthy. I think there's a balance between the two of them. His, his injuries, it's not behind him, right? <laughs> there's, st- yeah. there's still worry there. Uh, man, uh, it seems like we're crapping on Porzingis after he just had this great game, but it's just a very interesting situation. I'm not really sure what the Mavericks no, no, want to I, do. I, I don't view it as crapping at all. I I just think I don't want to focus on it too much longer because I think there's a lot of stuff to praise in this game, but I just it's just something that they have to figure out because he made yeah. it vocal and because he is talking about it in the media. It is you know it is a thing, and we just got to see what I mean. The Mavericks, they're stealing. They have to have KP playing at this level. I mean, he went into this game averaging, what, 18 points a game? 
uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. averages 17, maybe 17 and a half. He can't average the same as Tim Hardaway Jr. That he that's just not the no, you know, yeah. case for this Mavericks team. He needs to be in the 20s. He needs to be like 25 a game. He needs to be back to bubble KP. However, they can get him back to that. I think that's key. I want to focus on just the defensive game plan. I think I tweeted this out, but I think the Mavs coaching staff deserves a lot of praise for this. I think the Mavs players deserve a lot of praise for this. As much as jokes that we make about Trey Young uh, on a Mavericks podcast, <laughs> he's a very, very good player. I mean, even though I'd take Colin Sexton over him and probably a lot of other you know, young point <laughs> guards in the league over him, he's a, he's a good young player. Uh, he falls down really well when he gets double teamed. Uh, he gets, you know, some... <laughs> He gets, you know, to the free throw line. He's just, he's a great, great young player. And their defensive game plan that they had for him was, I thought it was incredible. I thought the effort, because a defensive game plan like that requires you to have extreme effort, like more effort than anything, because then you're like getting back and switching and covering guys, whenever you're going to trap so high up near half court. And I saw you quote tweeted Brad uh, Rowland after the game. That's it, Rowland, Roland, Roland, locked on Hawks Roland. host. Yeah, locked on Hawks. He and and he said, "Did I say locked on Hawks? <laughs> That's huge." <laughs> well, what are the Hokies? Uh, they're they're a college team, right? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. locked on Hawks would definitely have some uh, some listeners uh, from. Okay, anyway, we can't uh, we can't go down that route. But but no, I saw him you know tweet out that you know Trey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We can't make any jokes like that. Uh, but when Trey Young, Trey Young said after the game, he's never seen a defense like that. We're like caught him off guard. I'm like, okay. Well, this that- is the quote he said, you know, from Brad Rowland locked on Hawks. Trey Young said he was surprised <laughs> by the way Dallas guarded him. And he hadn't seen that kind of approach in a quote, long, long time. Talked about how quickly they were trapping him as soon as he touched the ball. Uh, Trey Young said it was the ultimate sign of respect from an opponent. Is it a hoax that he's like one of the best players? No, anyway. The... <laughs> that, but I just well, yeah what the Mavericks are doing was they're trapping him early like Isaac said they're trapping him out at half court and they they stuck to that and then Trey had to get the ball out of his hands and he's just I'm struggling right now but he, he's so short that it's hard for him to get the ball out around these double teams especially when it's Maxi or Porzingis coming up to set the double team because they have uh Clint Capella or John Collins setting a screen it was honestly one of the reasons why John Collins had such a great game right because yeah he, really he was getting the ball off of these double teams a lot of time and his man his man was trailing him and so John Collins when he finished with 35 points and in, in 12 boards uh but yeah there was a there was a moment they had John Collins on the screen and they had a graphic that had Andre Drummond in it and there was a portion of Mavs fan base that just like freaked out <laughs> for a second and they were just like super excited but <laughs> but 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 to your point, though, it, it takes a lot of coordination and communication. I thought the yeah. defensive communication in this game was so much better than it's been in the past. And I think that comes with playing together, right? This is the, what, second game that the whole team has been together? And so I think that communication, having Maxi and Josh Richardson and Dorian all on the floor at the same time, all of a sudden raises your defensive floor so high, yeah. right? Because you have all those guys communicating and talking. And what you have to do is the guy, that's, the guy that comes up and – sets you know the, the double team that, that that comes up then another guy has to come and cover his man and then all of a sudden all everybody else has to shift over and then the guy that you know who's uh who's doubling as soon as that guy that has the ball gets rid of it that guy that doubled has to come back and recover onto a different guy that's open and it takes a lot of talking and communication because you have to run all over the floor it almost sometimes looks 
wild like they don't know what they're doing but it is coordinated in a way and so the Mavericks did that they were able to stop the the Hawks which I thought was was absolutely wild they uh they held the Hawks to 105.6 offensive rating that's Matt like that's huge to hold this team to that especially with Gallinari going off the way he was John Collins still had his crazy game uh Trey Young just 21 points eight nine assists in this game but that's holding Trey Young right Trey Young's good enough no it is holding him to 21 points he's holding him uh and so yeah, even they, though they, they scored, the even though they scored 116 points, the, the offensive rating I think tells a better story of what the Mavs defense was able to do. Yeah, and, and Trey had four turnovers. You know, they forced the Hawks into 16 turnovers. That's above their average what they're averaging on a season. Five of them were like the first four minutes of the game. <laughs> I, for real, I I just the whole effort and then you know i think you got to praise josh richardson right rick didn't open up his presser saying who got the uh the oh, he got defensive the belt. he got the belt player of the game sure. uh, belt on that but you know times that you know trey was in you know single coverage if we want to say that uh josh was on him josh uh you know shadowed him for a lot of the night this is why you get josh richardson right for guys like trey young for guys like steph curry these next two games Will the Mavericks, you know, roll out the same defense against the Warriors tonight in Dallas? Maybe I could see them. Ha- I could see yeah, that happening. This would be a team to do it against you know, for sure. With Steph in the same way, I mean, Rick even mentioned he's like, "Yeah, we have Steph Curry coming in." Blah blah blah. So, I think you know this is the whole reason why you get Josh Richardson. So, um, yeah, I would assume that he he got that uh, championship belt tonight, but uh, we'll see. I'm sure they'll post it on Instagram or something. But, yeah, just defense as a team I, I thought was incredible tonight. And a lot of that has to do with effort. You mentioned Maxi. Uh, I thought Maxi looked better, uh, more in the groove tonight, two of four from three. Uh, so he had half his threes. I thought he played better defense, and he's down there banging. He had five boards. Capella's just a monster on the on the glass. And, you know, I don't know who's a better rebounder, him or Drummond, but, I would, you know, <laughs> Capella – uh, he, yeah, I mean, what do you finish with? 13. No, oh, he had 13 boards. Okay. I thought it was closer to 20, but still. Um, <laughs> Way up. <laughs> but yeah, but but good game from Maxi though. I'm happy for him, especially after the uh, the defensive lapse of not fouling uh, Chris Paul. And it started rough for Maxi. I wrote, I think, in the, the f- first half, just Maxi looked really rough in the first half, but he picked it up in the second. Finished with eight points, five boards, three assists, two blocks. I mean, that's that's a Maxi game, right? That's that's Maxi making his you know, his presence known. All right, coming up, let's get into the rest of the game. Luca, we need to talk about him. 14 assists in this game and uh, three-point shots still not falling, but he's still able to be effective. And maybe the difference between Luca and Trey Young. I don't know if we need to do that more in this game, but oh, it was God, just no. it's just very apparent when you watch them play against each other. So we'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, betonline.ag. <sighs> I, did, I did what you're not supposed to do. I had a hunch... I saw that betonline.ag had the the Heat as a nine point favorite against the Wizards on uh, on Wednesday night, and I almost went through it and I almost put down the Wizards. I almost picked the Wizards straight up, just because I was like, Ooh. the Heat are just not playing good basketball. Why are they favored by nine? And so the what did Locked On Bets say? The uh, Locked On Bets said that they would pick the the Heat in, in that one, and so I almost did it. I actually messaged everybody in the Lockdown NBA DM, and I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to pick the Wizards. I didn't do it. I chickened out, and I wish I wouldn't have. The Wizards go on to win. I could have been sitting here with a cool 100 bucks after just putting 30 down 
on the Wizards to win that game. So if you don't want to be like me, if you actually want to win some money, you got some takes, you know what's going to happen in the in the NBA, in college basketball, in the NFL, whatever. Sign up for a free account at betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus. So you put in your money, you get 50% of it as a welcome bonus. Boom, right there. That's extra stuff you can put down. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Use that promo code locked on. Receive 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, holidays are behind us. And uh you and I, both uh both in, you know, we're young professionals. We've got you've got a family. I have a, a wife and a dog. We've got a lot of stuff going on in our lives. Uh and we gotta get some sleep right? We're working long hours. We're trying to figure out what to do. We're doing this podcast on the side. A lot of you out there listening, you got to get some sleep. And a lot of you have have trouble. It's a real stressful time right now. I mean, even, even if your needs are taken care of financially and all that, there's still things to worry about. But if you're not taken care of financially, there's still, you know, there's obviously things that you need to worry about. And if you need to get a good night's sleep, and it's really hard to right now, CBD PM, CBD MD has this great product, CBD PM. It blends the, uh, it blends melatonin, with chamomile and other sleep promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. So the CBD PM is exactly what you need. You want to relax a little bit before bed. They got CBD bath salts. So you can take a bath, chill out, relax your body, relax your mind, do some meditation in there. You can do some headspace as well. You can, you can use that. That's, that's double crossover. To make it even easier to get the year started off right, CBDMD is offering listeners 25% off your next order when you use that promo code NBA at checkout. Again, CBDMD, they have CBDPM that'll help you get to sleep, CBD bath salts that'll help you chill out. CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, the Aussie, a host of Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast in the entire world. The number one in the entire world. He's been like a top 20 sports podcast for the last month. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. So much more to get to in this game. I feel like we haven't even cracked the surface yet of this game yet. We basically just talked about the the Porzingis stuff, talked about the Mavericks scheme, and Luca in this game, 27 points, eight boards, 14 assists. This second highest of his of the season so far. He only had four turnovers, which is huge. 10 of 10 from the free throw line. You love to oh see my it, gosh. including a couple of clutch ones the Mavericks absolutely needed. Absolutely killer yeah. game from him, even though he didn't score that effectively. Uh, man, he just makes stuff happen. His passes were going. The guys were finally hitting some shots. Uh, what were they? <laughs> 13 of 40 from three, but at least when it mattered, they hit some shots. Hey, they shot 43s. Something 40, we've been bringing up. 43s, the amount of three. Hey, if you're if you're only shooting 32%, at least take 40, and then you'll make 13 of them, right? <laughs> at least take more of them. And then they, they got a bunch of rebounds. They got a bunch of long rebounds off of those threes as well. I saw Maxi yeah. was grabbing them. Dor- Dorian was grabbing some. Porzingis got some. Porzingis, it's a lot easier for him to grab those boards when they fly out farther than when they're just, like, close to the basket and there's a bunch of when dudes. he's not banging. There's a bunch. Of, seriously. I mean, it is. Uh Dor- well, him. I mean, I will say this: him and Willie are—they're uh, not the the best box out. Um, they're skinny. They're skinny, <laughs> yeah, and they people, don't box uh, out. They just don't. Neither of them do, and it's so frustrating to watch. When Maxi and Dorian are in there, they box out. Josh Richardson, he boxes out. Luca even boxes out, right? Uh, yeah. And so when you have those, not every time, but well, yeah, but. yeah. I love. 
Yeah, growing up playing basketball, boxing out was like my thing. I actually play basketball today. I love <laughs> boxing out. I think it's so underrated. And so just boxing love, out is one of these things. Just love sticking your butt into somebody, don't you? <laughs> um, I watch for boxing out more than what I should, and I just 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 know who's the best boxer really... outer on the Mavericks right now. <laughs> you said you're the king of watching boxing out. Dorian's pretty good. Dorian's pretty good at boxing out. Maxi does. Maxi does too. But yeah, Willie KP. It's not. It's it, not and I, I get it to an extent because you're so tall, and so I think you it it gets into like a mental thing of like, hey, I'm so tall, I can just jump up and grab it. And so a lot of it's like mental balls in the air. You watch it, ball watch. When you ball watch and the balls in the air, that's when you get in trouble. And yeah, you're not whatever. But two things, yeah, I mentioned the the forty, you know, forty three pointers. We've been talking about that. One of the things I used to throw out there back when we were uh, winning games every other game, you know, uh, was, hey, are we going to have a, a second 20-point score? We had three, three 20-point oh, yes. scores in this game. Uh, so that was, uh, that was a, a good sight. And a lot, that, a lot of that has to do with freaking Tim Hardaway Jr. Dude, man. Let's go. He was on it. 22 points for him, 5 of 10 from 3 off the bench, 5 of 15 overall. There was a play, and I, I posted it. It just said Trey Young's defense is rough, but uh, oh, you don't need to post anything for that. He I mean, that... he just took Trey Young off the dribble right into the post and scored over the top of him as if he wasn't even there. It was, but yeah. that's that speaks to Trey Young's defense. It also speaks to Tim Hardaway Jr.'s confidence. And when Tim Hardaway Jr. is confident, whether he's coming off the bench or starting, that that's huge for the Dallas Mavericks. Like absolutely huge. When he's playing well, uh, yeah, he's doing all the things that you'd want to bring in, you know, uh, a Zach Levine or a Bradley Beal, right? He's doing those things. Yeah. yeah not as like good as those guys, and that's not what I'm trying to say, but 22 points. But, but, but him hitting those shots, I think, in the third, you know, it felt like he was literally just keeping them, you know, alive in that when, you know, things would get stagnant at times. But I do want to give a shout-out to Dorian, you know, as he continues to come back from COVID. You know, he hit three three threes in this game, three of seven from three. He's the, he's the one piece, like – we, yeah, I know we don't have you know too much time left on this pod, but now let's go. One, this is a good win. We're going long. Okay, so one of the things that Lo and McMahon talked about, we talked about the other day, uh, is how opposing teams. We were we were talking the other day, and I think it was against Utah, and we were talking about how bigs are not guarding KP because yeah. they want to want to run the pick and roll with KP. And so these teams are saying, hey, we'll put a smaller guy out there on, on KP. We're not going to put our center on KP because then you're going to bring KP up for pick and roll. And we don't want our center switched off on Luca. So we'll put a smaller guy. Now, your natural counter to that would be, all right, well, if you're going to put a smaller guy on KP, then we're just going to post up KP and use his height over him. Well, the problem is KP hasn't been very efficient on the, you know, on the block and KP hasn't been very efficient offensively. You know, when he's trying to take advantage of the height, he should be, we hope that at some point he will be, but that's, that's how defenses have been able to get away with that. So that, I don't even know where was I going with this at the very beginning. <laughs> You're talking about uh, what Zach Lowe and, and McMahon said about, yeah, well, they were mentioning that same thing. Just the, the the whole defense is putting, you know, a certain guy on KP. I don't even know where I was going with it. I had a whole point, and then something made me think about that. This is fatherhood setting in. This is fatherhood setting in. 
Oh, well, well, Porzingis being able to take away, take advantage of those mismatches when he when he can, he did it a couple times in this game. All of a sudden, then oh, I know, I know. It's the, it was it the Willie play where he passed to Willie from the high post. No, it was Dorian. That's what got us oh, all started Dorian. on this thing. They mentioned Dorian, and Tim McMahon was talking about Dorian. Dorian, and he tweeted about Dorian Finney Smith tonight. Teams are getting away with leaving Dorian Finney Smith open. Like that's the whole thing. That's the thing. They're just they're they're making Dorian that guy. And they were specifically talking about Phoenix to where they were putting a smaller guy on KP, but then they were helping with another with Dorian's guy and saying, We'll just let Dorian Finney Smith hit the three. The difference between last year, because Dorian was hitting in the high thirties in three point percentage. This year he's shooting like thirty two percent. So far, we're hoping, you know, that's not an it's outlier. I think that's one. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is was last year an outlier for Dorian Finney-Smith or was it a you know uh, you know a turn for him as far as outside shooting? I hope it's you know the latter on that. I hope it, this what that was a turn for him last year. He continues being you know above average three-point shooter because that will be such a key thing for this team that if Dorian is shooting 37% from 3 in, instead of 31 32% then teams are, yeah, you know, yeah, they're probably still going to choose him if they have to choose somebody, but he's hitting them at a higher clip. So, then he okay, makes at pay. that point, yeah, he makes them pay for it. So, that seeing Dorian hit, you know, three of seven tonight, forty-two percent from three, that's big time. They they have to have Dorian out there making shots because they defensively, how many plays did I? I mean, I feel like he had deflections, he had boards, he had you know, all this different stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you got to have. I love seeing him out there defensively, but. Hopefully he can keep the three point shooting going. Yeah, his three point shot is super. Fun. He's the he's the Andre Iguodala, right? Like if you're gonna make that comparison, where they would always mm -hmm. leave Iguodala open. If Iguodala is hitting threes, all of a sudden that Warriors offense is just unstoppable, right? Uh, there's other yeah. things that have to happen for the Mavericks to have that kind of unstoppable offense again. But but he's that he's in that role. Uh, so he's super important. Three offensive rebounds for him, Isaac. Do, yeah, he's he's good at offensive rebounds. I didn't know if y'all knew that or not, but he's a good uh, <laughs> offensive rebounder. Only only Raccoon Squad will remember. I was talking about that last year. But. Uh, I just want to say Rondo was a minus nine in this game. He had zero points. <laughs> I kept forgetting so. he was on their team. I like I knew it in my head, and then he would he would trot out there, and then it would be terrible. Continue continue to suck, Rondo. And then he continue would come back suck. out there and trot out there. And apparently, Hawks fans were mad that he was playing. So I don't know. You cheered for this guy last year. Josh Richardson had an incredible stretch. He had a pretty a pretty incredible game. He's winning the defensive player of the year belt or, or player of the game belt. But he had a pretty incredible stretch during the beginning of the game. Uh, man, he had, yeah, he just had an incredible, like a block on Trey Young on one end and then the corner three on the other end. He, I think he comes in in spurts. And the Mavericks have to figure out how to channel those spurts to – moments when Luca's not on the floor or in the best kind of yeah. moments to take advantage. Feels like he's a guy that just he comes in spurts. His his, you know, incredible plays happen all at once. Like it's all the sequence and then all of a sudden he'll kind of disappear for a little bit and then he'll come back and be incredible for spurts. And so channeling that or maybe stringing those together a little bit, that's sort of the thing for Richardson. And maybe it's part of him still coming back, right? He hasn't been back for that many games. Finished with 14 points. He uh, was only three of eleven from the field. He only hit that one three, which is the one I just mentioned. Uh, he's one of seven, but he was seven of eight from the free throw line, including a couple clutch ones there. Six boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Huge, like that's huge stuff from Josh Richardson. He was trapping Trey Young all night. He was the primary defender on him. It, yeah. Seeing him on on Trey Young and 
finally having his legs back, that made me feel better about the Mavericks, you know, chances in a playoff series if they have him guarding a point guard instead of you know the guys they had last. And even year. even Trey's twenty one is kind of deceiving because I don't know how many points did he score at the end were just like layups and they were just like beating. Yes. You know, was, yeah. They were just beating them out. It was like the game was you know, kind of kind of over. It was still taking some weeks off my life. But <laughs> two things real quick for tonight, uh, or at least a couple things. You know, will Josh get the you know Steph Curry treatment? Will he guard Steph? Will they play the same type of defense against Trey Young? Uh, will KP play tonight <laughs> against Golden State? I don't know if we. Trey Young scored twelve points in the last minute and fifteen seconds. Wow, that's wild. Dang. Yeah, minute 15 left, he hits a two, he hits a pull-up jumper, hits a three-point shot with 42 seconds left, driving layup, driving layup, step back, jump shot with six seconds left and the game was over, hits the, hits that three. Dang, yeah. dude. So, basically That's good defense all game. Basically, I mean. that's all that's good defense until the very end, which was kind of their their prevent defense they went into, which is probably not the best choice, but that's what they decided no, yeah, to do and kind of, they kind of just gave up the rim to him, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh but yeah, for tonight, will KP play? against golden state we don't know that rick didn't directly answer that after the game and you know it would be a, a good game for him to play because golden state uh, you know they're out of why you know wiseman's not playing uh kevon looney got hurt the other day so he's out they literally have no center uh, right now so it'll probably be draymond they'll go small they've been talking about over the past day or so how they're gonna have to go small for the next you know a few games and like i yeah well if kp's out there will he be able to take advantage of that. Will they just put Draymond on him? Uh, just how that plays out, we'll see. But I'm hoping at least a split, right? That they split these next two. Golden State back-to-back games. Oh, come on. I'm hoping they win one of them. Let's go. Get, I know, let's get a split. It. Yeah, like at least win one. And it is kind of a weird because they're playing in Atlanta, you know, last night. And now they have a back-to-back, and the game to, you know tonight is at six thirty in Dallas. Strange. That's a, yeah, that's that's super strange. Early tip, you know, back home and all of that. Well, I think but, it's uh, a, I think it's an ESPN or it's like an ABC game or something weird like that. Or is it TNT? Is it? Oh, I thought that was on Saturday. I could, never mind then. No, no, you're right. You're right. It is. It is weird. It's not on TNT. That's the Saturday one. You're right. You're right. Super weird. And I just want to say thank you to the Hawks. <laughs> Not just for, uh, you know, of course, I had Karen not being there, but we don't know if she know, was there. That, that's very true. But I just want to thank you again for Luca. I just, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we'll always be in a, uh, a state of uh, gratitude to the Hawks and Kings and Suns. Thank you for Luca Doncic. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Thank you, as always, to them. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have a post game pod after the Warriors game. Uh, check out Lockdown Warriors. Wes Goldberg, really good host. He always has a good take, and he knows exactly what's going on with the Warriors. He's a beat writer, so he'll have more information there. Not sure if Porzingis is going to play. Uh, be interested to see if Maxi plays, too, back-to-back. So we'll see what happens with some of these guys. But we'll be back, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Talk soon! Boom. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com.